0: Welcome to The Good Word Podcast, a sermon podcast from Emmanuel Lutheran Church in Missoula, Montana, a congregation of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. We follow the Revised Common Lectionary, a series of selections from Scripture for each week in the church year that is used by many Christian churches around the world. I'm Pastor Molly Sasser-Gainer.
1: And I'm Pastor Rebecca Cochran.
0: Thanks for joining us on this podcast. Connect with us in person at ten a.m. on Sundays, or digitally at imluchurch.org. That is i m l u church.org. We're also active on Facebook and Instagram. So, Pastor Rebecca, what is the good word this week?
1: Well, this week is the fifteenth Sunday after Pentecost, which is September tenth, twenty twenty-three, and the good word comes from Matthew chapter eighteen, verses fifteen through twenty. This reading is part of a longer teaching that Jesus shares with his disciples about how to deal with the everyday things that come up in the life of a community. Here, Jesus gives them, and us, a model for how to handle conflict. Rather than talking behind someone's back or ignoring them altogether, Jesus offers a way to work through conflict in a way that centers trust and relationship and relies on God's Spirit as a mediator.
0: Here's the reading from the NRSV. Jesus said to the disciples, If another member of the church sins against you, go and point out the fault when the two of you are alone. If the member listens to you, you have regained that one but if you are not listened to, take one or two others along with you so that every word may be confirmed by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If the member refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church, and if the offender refuses to listen even to the church, let such a one be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly I tell you, if two of you agree on earth about anything you ask, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them.
1: Before I begin, I just want to acknowledge that some of this sermon was inspired by this week's Working Preacher podcast. I'm grateful, as always, for scholars and thinkers who put their insights out into the world to help preachers all over the world bring the good news to life in our particular contexts. Grace, peace, and mercy is yours in the name of the Triune God. Amen. At the end of our Gospel reading for today, we hear one of those famous one-liners in the Bible. Jesus says, for wherever two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. We often hear this as a promise of Christ's presence in our worship gatherings, in our Bible studies or book groups, or in our council or committee meetings. Perhaps we can even extend it and hear this verse as an affirmation that Christ is among us during coffee hour or hospital visits or confirmation mentor meetings. And all of this is certainly true, but if we look at this familiar verse in its context, it might hold even more promise still. In this section of Matthew, Jesus turns his attention away from parables and scribes and Pharisees, which is where we've been for the last several weeks, and Jesus turns his attention toward the everyday matters of being a part of a community, the everyday matters of the church. And here, Jesus is particularly addressing conflict. Rather than talking behind someone's back or ignoring them altogether, Jesus offers another way of working through conflict, one that centers trust and relationship with God's Spirit as a mediator. Now, I would love to say that Jesus, in his infinite wisdom, has created a conflict management system that is foolproof and eternally reliable. But that's not the case. In theory, this idea of addressing the issue one-on-one, then with a few witnesses, then with the whole community, sounds like a winner. Not easy, but a winner. It's honest and gracious, while still seeking accountability and reconciliation. But the reality is that conflict is complex, whether it happens within the community of the church or not. Now, despite not being quite the one size fits all conflict management system, there's still some essential wisdom here. What catches my attention is indeed that one liner at the end. Not because Jesus promises to show up in our comfortable spaces like Sunday worship, but because he promises to show up when it's hard and when it hurts. That promise that Jesus is among us wherever two or three are gathered takes on a very different feeling when it's two or three people who are gathered in conflict, rather than in unity. Now, there are few places where conflict takes us by surprise, where we choose to enter a space not knowing if we'll find peace or animosity. But one of those spaces is the wild world of the World Wide Web the internet, and in particular, social media platforms like Facebook. Now, Facebook is an interesting place. I probably don't need to tell you that. But at face value, Facebook and most social media platforms sound like pretty wonderful places. A digital space where you get to connect with people you love through pictures and update posts. A place where you can reconnect with those you've lost touch with over the years. And, of course, a place for funny cat videos. But if you've spent any time on Facebook in the last several years, then you have probably experienced the ways in which this platform is not the digital utopia for connection and silly humor. I would bet that any one of us on any day of the week could go scrolling through our feeds and find passive-aggressive posts, hurtful comments, and inflammatory video clips. As much as you try not to, you get hooked every now and then. You read something that gets your heart rate up or makes your jaw clench or your eyebrows furrow. Then you read it again and again, stirring, stewing in anger, hurt or resentment. And whether you type a comment back or not, some relationship or trust or hope has already been broken by what was posted or left unposted. And it doesn't just happen online. There are so many other interactions that can feel impersonal yet emotionally charged. Perhaps it's passing by the people holding divisive signs at the entrance to the Saturday farmers market or seeing offensive and vulgar flags or signs strung up on fences for everyone to see or overhearing the polarizing conversations at the grocery store. We certainly live in a world that seems tense and divided, a world where we find it increasingly difficult to understand each other's perspective or be curious about each other's stories. And Jesus knew 2,000 years ago, and Jesus knows now, that conflict in its many forms is a part of the everyday reality of living in community. And whether that community is church, or neighborhood, or town, or even our digital spaces like social media, Jesus promises to be among us and send God's spirit as a mediator, moving us toward trust, relationship and love so i wonder how might your interactions change in the midst of conflict or disagreement or when you see something that just plain makes you angry if you paused long enough to remember that jesus is with you exactly in those moments when it's hard and when it hurts? Would your eyebrows unfurl? Would your jaw relax? Your lungs fill with breath in and out. Would your words be kinder? Would your heart and mind be more curious? Would you see more fully the humanity and the face of God in the person behind the Facebook post or the protest sign or the flag or the passing comment? Because the truth is that Jesus is there offering us As Pastor Molly said in her sermon last week, the better way, not the easy way. And the truth is also that Jesus is there to forgive us when we get it wrong and stays near to us, especially when it's hard and especially when it hurts. And this is good news. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's Good Word podcast. Be sure to subscribe and follow so that you never miss an episode. We'll be back next week with another good word. Until then, many blessings to you.